Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode 52, Why Be Basic? You can find my podcast on Apple, Podbean, iTunes, Google, Amazon, anywhere you like to just pop those earbuds in and listen to your favorite podcast. You can find me at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. We've all changed during this pandemic and we're continuing to evolve and change. For me, my biggest accomplishment was this podcast and my blog and where it's taking me to. It's all very exciting to change yourself, to try something new, to grow, to learn, and to impact others. And so in the very, very beginning of this global pandemic, mostly when we were quarantined and encouraged to stay home, my mom began to wander. I went to the University of Florida and graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Therapeutic Recreation, and I did a little bit of journalism while I was there, mostly telecommunications. And so two of my greatest loves I decided to combine with this podcast to talk about mental health, to motivate you, to find new ways to increase your leisure lifestyle, coping skills, just to make you open your eyes and look at your life through a little bit of a different lens, all positively, but to always get you thinking. So sometimes I'll talk about specific mental health issues, or sometimes it might be what's going on in the world, or it just might be some crazy thought that I had in my head that I felt you all could relate to. And so if anything positive came out of this, it's this podcast and those that I've impacted or motivated or just got you to think or change one behavior that you've been looking to change in your life. So let's continue this journey together in wide open spaces because we all have wide open spaces within ourselves that we can fill or change with positive healthy ideas, techniques, just love, friendship, or anything nature and exercise and art and creativity. I mean, the world is open to you. It's a wide open space for you to explore within yourself and within your external world. So let's talk about what my title, this episode 52 means. Why be basic? I'm really kind of excited to talk about this topic, if you can't tell by the sound of my voice. And before I move on, I don't want to forget, if you are an avid listener, you heard a little bit of a music intro there. Well, that's from Shad Music. They composed this piece for me specifically for this podcast. And I like it because it makes you feel like what's coming and a little motivated, and a little bit excited to hear what I have to talk about today. So thank you, Shad Music, for composing this wonderful piece to add to my podcast. And so why be basic? So like always, I do my research when I have an idea or topic in my head, and the word basic I decided to Google. And there's so many different definitions for the word basic. It kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Um, 
it's actually a computer language. I mean, if you're kind of older like me and when we were first kind of studying programming computers, it was basic. That's what they called it. And I absolutely forgot about that. So the word basic is termed for basic computers. It's also a scientific term, which is the pH level above seven. Of course, I'm not a science person. Even though I have a bachelor's of science, I'm not in that realm of science. So that was kind of interesting to me. Um, it's used in other scientific ways also. It can also mean just being a basic person. I mean, what does that mean, being a basic person? Well, Green's Dictionary of Slang, slang, listen, it's slang, means someone who is unexciting, unexceptional, or uneventful. Basic. I know we've all kind of heard, and forgive me this term, basic bitch. Yeah, I know you've heard it. And if you haven't said it yourself, maybe you've heard a friend say it, you've heard it in a movie, or if you have teenagers, you might have heard it. I know I have. It's a lot about being unoriginal and following the crowd. Some of the examples that they gave were just always agreeing with other people. Uh, you're somebody who might just stand there and always agree, even though you disagree in your head, you're nodding your head, head yes, and you're, agree, you're agreeing with them. Somebody who takes lots of selfies. Someone who loves drinking pumpkin spice lattes. Someone who always takes photos of your food and the way you dress. And you like to just act like others. You want to be a part of that crowd. All of it was kind of a mouthful to me, and I really was just kind of interested. I really never knew what that word meant, being a basic bitch. Now, I don't really see how that word refers to a bitch, but I guess that's the terminology. And Well, to be honest, I'm guilty of it. I take selfies of myself. I love pumpkin spice lattes. I've taken pictures of my food. And I like the finer things in life. So I guess you could refer to me as that term. But I really don't like the term. I, I think even though you might be somebody who follows the crowd, we all have uniqueness inside of us. It's just about finding that inner strength to want to pull it out of you. To not want to always follow the crowd. You can still have your pumpkin spice lattes and take your selfies. But find your own individuality within that. And so I have a different meaning of basic in my head. Maybe I'm creating my own definition or version of the word. But I have a different idea. And I say to myself all the time, when I find myself struggling or having a conflict in my head of, whether I should do something or not do something, or step out of the box a little bit, I'll say to myself in my head, my mantra in my head, don't be basic. Now, it doesn't mean don't be a basic bitch, quote unquote, according to the slang dictionary. It means don't be basic. And in my dictionary, it means someone who's original. So let me backtrack a minute, back from someone who's original. 
my version of the word basic is someone who's different and looks at things different. It's not someone who's not comfortable being themselves. It's not someone who lets others make decisions for you. And you're not somebody who always follows the crowd. You're not somebody who feels uncomfortable doing something out of the ordinary. And you're somebody who takes risks. And you're really not someone who's afraid of what others think. So for me, the opposite of all the things I just said to you is not being basic. Okay, so for some reason as I'm talking, I feel like I'm sounding confusing. So I'm gonna backtrack a little bit and just say what I think it means not to be basic. To not be basic means to be an individual. To not be basic means not to follow others. To not be basic means to make kind of out-of-the-box decisions, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. To not be basic is to say to others, I disagree with you, and explain why. To not follow the crowd. To not be basic is to teach yourself not to care what others think. That's hard. All of those are hard to do because we live in a society that kind of teaches us to follow the crowd. And we all kind of do it in one way or another. Now, like I said before, I could be, according to that definition, a basic bitch because I do a lot of those things. That's okay. It's where do you find your individuality? So for me, I really had to look deeply and back at myself. And from a young age, I was always kind of going against the grain, a little bit of a rebel. And maybe that's kind of not being basic, being a little bit of a rebel, if, if that makes you understand it a little bit more. Not a rebel by committing crimes or being immoral or going against normal values, but just kind of going against the grain, being a little different, having a different opinion. And I, I noticed that in myself at a young age. And then something happens in my life, and maybe some of you can relate to this. I don't know. I moved to a town that was a certain economic level, and I didn't really grow up that way. And so I found myself being that basic bitch and kind of following what everybody was doing because I wanted to make friends and... I didn't want to feel lonely and I kind of wanted to fit in and, and I'm talking this is like 20 years ago and I, I just kind of agreed with everybody and when everybody was buying this pretty bracelet, I bought that pretty bracelet and I just always had this struggle in my head because I knew I was doing things that really weren't me but I wanted so badly to fit in. And didn't know how because I didn't grow up that way. 
And so it was a lot for me to take in. And I admit, I followed the crowd for a while. I mean, can any of you relate to this in any point in your life where you just kind of went with it because you wanted to be like everybody else in that point and you wanted to fit in and make friends and just feel wanted by them. And I did this for many years. And then I noticed that it wasn't me or I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin and I just started to do what I wanted to do. So if all my friends were joining some kids group when our kids were young or some club that I didn't want to do it, I didn't do it. I started to say no. I began to empower myself. And that's not an easy thing to do. And if you are listening and can try and picture yourself in a situation in your life that you've been in with this kind of struggle of wanting to fit in but wanting to be you, not wanting to be basic and follow the crowd. So I slowly started to do that. And I was always the one when all they would, all the people would go out on couples dates. Couples dates wasn't my thing. I didn't enjoy it. I mean, they were my friends. My husband knew their friends, but it's just not anything that I enjoyed. And I began to say no. Unfortunately, it was taken as if like my husband didn't like their husbands, but it really wasn't. It was about me that I just don't enjoy that. And that's a big thing where I live, where all these couples go out and I always just became the one who they knew would say no because I wasn't interested in that type of socialization. I like that my husband has his own friends and I have my own friends and then we have our world together and That's just what's good for me. And so this is where I started to grow, to not be basic. And it takes work. And it takes a lot of self-talk. And I know a lot of you don't do self-talk. You kind of go through the motions and life and do what you need to do. And these are the rules and you follow the rules. And and it, it just kind of gets like you feel like you want to scream because you don't want to always do those things. So in my time as a therapist, I would hear a lot of people say, I just want to be like them. And I just want to be like them. Now I get it when you are struggling with mental health issues, you do look at others and say, I just want to be able to function normally and have a normal day. And that I understand when you look at someone and say, I just want to be like them. It's understandable. But in that process of struggling with your mental health issues and wanting to be like others, you can still maintain your individuality. You don't have to mold with people and become one with people. I think the most important thing out of relationships is taking a little bit from each person that you love. That's what draws you to them. And enjoy that about that particular relationship. But that doesn't mean you have to not be you and become what they are. 
And if you do come across people who want you to assimilate to the way they live their lives, well, you know what I'm going to say on that. That's time to move away from that particular person. Now, I can give you lots of examples of people struggling with wanting to be basic, wanting to be like every other's. And then I can tell you about people who start to do things, step out of their comfort zone, but then get criticized for it. And it makes them crawl right back into their shell. So here they're trying, really trying to express their individuality and to not have that basic feel. And because of the criticism or hurt feelings, they retreat back and they don't continue with stepping out of that comfort zone or that box. I recently had a discussion with somebody who was so excited about painting their house and just excited about the colors they picked and the things that they were going to do to the inside of their house and ultimately they made a bold choice. And they were criticized for their bold choice of color. And that made them think, did I do the wrong thing? What, you know, I liked it. I, I wanted something different. I wanted something that expressed my creativity and, and something that when I come home from work makes me feel there's my house and I'm happy to see it. And so all these little criticisms or why didn't you pick a color like this or why didn't you pick a color like that made the person question themselves and so I said to this person this is what I do when people criticize my decisions I tell myself why be basic why be basic why be basic and that's what I told this person is they weren't being basic they were really expressing themselves and stepping out and saying, this is what I enjoy for the world to see. And it is unfortunate when it, the people who are saying those things, not to be mean, it's just their opinions, but it's really because they kind of follow the crowd themselves. And it's hard when they see somebody not follow the crowd. It makes them question themselves sometimes. It makes them think, you know, why didn't I do that? I wanted to paint my house a really kind of interesting color, but I didn't because I was afraid what people were going to say. So that's a perfect example of a situation where you're having this internal struggle and you really know what you like and you were confident in your decision and then somebody comes in and makes you not so confident. And that's when you tell yourself, why be basic? When you start to hear it, you then comfort yourself. You reassure yourself, this is a decision I made. If they don't like it, that's okay. They do things I don't like, and I might keep it to myself. Maybe next time I won't. Maybe next time I'll really tell them how I feel when they do something that I think's a little bit out of the box that I don't care for. And that's how we all start to grow. 
I think it's really hard as a young adult to not follow the crowd. And it took me many years to say to myself, why be basic? And I wish I had done it at such a younger age. I think that my world would have been more colorful. Not that it wasn't great, but it would have been more exciting. And it might have taken me down different paths. If I didn't feel like I just had to follow the recipe that was given to me. And so that's where I am now. And I I hope that who's ever listening to me, whatever age you are, it's okay to not do what everybody else does. I mean, let's face it. I got criticism about doing a podcast. I got told, oh, you're doing it to fill the time during COVID. Oh, well, it gives you something to do. And I could go on and on. And if I let those words really sink in, I wouldn't be sitting in an office that is now solely for wide open spaces with a lease. I wouldn't have a microphone on my desk. And I wouldn't be recording and have 52 episodes of a podcast. You see, those voices really can affect us in the decisions that we make in our lives. And I know it's hard. And I had to struggle. I mean, I didn't just go one day, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. I researched and I built all this up. And I was so excited and I really only told a small group of people. And I was really surprised by the comments that I got from some people. And I'm not sure why, but the only conclusion that I could come to is that I was doing something that was out of the box. Even though there's a lot of podcasters, let me tell you. It's not easy. I mean, there's a lot of famous people who do it who are used to being on a microphone. But let me tell you, regular ordinary people outnumber all of those famous people who do podcasts. If you go and look, there's so many different genres and ideas and unique podcasts out there. And their guests are so interesting. And so all these people that weren't in television or famous in any other way, bought a microphone, probably on Amazon, downloaded some software, and began a podcast from their home or an office. And some grow and some don't grow. But that's all about telling yourself, why be basic? Do something different. And sometimes we try things that don't work out, and that's okay, it's not a failure. It's just something that didn't work out. And you have to tell yourself, but I'm glad I tried. It didn't work out, but I at least tried. I crossed through that boundary that I had in front of myself, and I still did it. And you may have those situations happen many times with things that you try. But eventually, something's going to stick, and something's going to work. Because you're going to keep telling yourself, Why be basic? Why follow the crowd? Why do what everybody else is doing? 
Why not be unique? But yet still love things that other people love, like those pumpkin spice lattes? Just put your own twist on it. It's really important in today's world that we find our own niche, that we really try to find our individuality. I know when you talk to teens, and I talk to a lot of them, when you're with them, you see their individuality. And then sometimes when you see them in a group, you just see them blending in. And there's that whole thing with society, how it just is like this natural progression. And I think the beauty of today's teens, and I think it's because of all the struggles that they've gone through, that none of us have gone through in a global pandemic, has made a lot of them, especially the ones who stayed home that weren't socializing as much, has let them blossom. They developed their own unique individuality in those times of difficulties, of doing school virtually, or not being able to hug friends and spend all this time with their friends, or being in a school environment, or even if they are in school, it's a small environment. And they were, be, they were able to express some individuality because it was a smaller environment. And I've noticed Something that I haven't seen in teens. Yes, you would see it in a teen here or there, but so many of them have a powerful voice. And it's not waiting until they're in their 20s and 30s to express this powerful voice. They're doing it now when they're 14 and 15 and 16 and 17. And some even younger, 12-year-olds, really showing who they are and expressing who they are. And if I could talk to each of them, I would say to you, you're not being basic. And when you have those fears, you just tell yourself that mantra. Why be basic? I hope you can understand what I'm trying to say here. Think about yourself now. Focus on yourself. You may be listening to say to me right now and say, Pfft. I jive with you, Elise. This is me. This is what I've been doing. Me stepping out of that comfort zone. And and I'm glad to hear you talk about it and, and your perspective of it. Or you could be someone who's following what everybody else does. And you're feeling like life is kind of bland. And you really wish you could do this. And you really wish you could do that. Well, I'm sitting in a room right now with a blue wall called November Skies, and I guarantee not a lot of people would paint their walls this color, but I did. You can too. You can start slowly and slowly and build on those blocks and still have your friendships and the groups and the people that you socialize with. And they'll start to see a change. They'll start to see your individuality. And some of it will accept it with open arms, and some may not. And some family may accept it with open arms. And they still have to accept you. You're their family, but they'll have to adjust to this new freedom that you have in yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. The struggles will always be there. I still have to tell myself when I get into a struggle, why be basic? Why be basic? Why be basic?
But I have that there to tell myself, to pull myself back together and say, screw it. I like this. This is what I like. This is what I want to do. You don't have to do it with me, but it's something I want to do that's going to make my world more colorful. And that's how you have to start to think, not to be selfish, but how can you make your world better? It is trying times. And the reason why I wanted to talk about the subject, number one, because I do it, but number two, things are tough. Our world is very unsettled and it's really hard to deal with. And a lot of those external things we have no control of. But what we do have control of is us, ourselves, our world, our personal world. And we can improve and grow and learn. And that's all within our power. No matter what COVID is doing and no matter what schools are doing with masks or not masks and people arguing about things and you know, a war ending in a land far away and all these things of just a lot of turmoil going on out there. And then we just had all these massive floods and hurricanes. There's a lot, a lot for us to take in. But when you pull it into yourself, it kind of takes you away from that for a moment. When you have that thing you want to focus on that you want to grow with, and you want to be more individual, that's your power. That's your power over your immediate world around you. All those other things, they're part of our world, but we can't control. But within yourself and your world, you can take control. Even if you're dealing with difficult things, you can incorporate joy and newness and creativity and love and fun, and excitement in your world. So I hope at this point, after listening to me Babylon, I've gotten you to think. Think how you interact with others. Think how you have been frustrated with going along with everybody else when you didn't want to. And I hope I made you really think about your individuality and how you can make yourself unique and start to feel comfortable in your own skin when you make that choice, when everybody goes left and you want to go right and you go right. It's our power. It's our positivity. It's, it, it just makes us powerful with inside ourselves. So I hope I've really made you think and identify, even if it's small baby steps, because don't get me wrong, I'm talking like this is easy. It's not. It's overwhelming, and I understand that. And overwhelming is a big word. So start out with baby steps. Don't just dive in. I mean, you can. Go for it. But if you feel that you need to take those little steps to express your individuality. I mean, those of you who are in college, you're really on a regimen. Find something different, separate from college, that you can still express yourself when you're in school. For those of you that are in elementary and middle and high school, it's hard. I get it. We talked about the gauntlet of school in last week's episode and how it's really hard. 
But when you come home, make sure you do something to express your individuality. Whether you know others would make fun of you or think it's weird, it doesn't matter. It's what you want to do, and you should be you. And for us working adults in the world who work a really hard job that's, you know, beyond nine to five, make sure when you come home or on your weekend, you express your individuality. You're not being basic. And for a lot of you moms out there, a lot of your lives revolve around your kids. I mean, that's okay. That's what we do. But a lot of you get lost in that world, too, of worrying about your kid's school and what they're going to wear and their lunches and their grades and getting them to the, all their extracurricular sports and running here and running there. And what about you? I mean, you can't help the basic life of those things. We all do those things. But what about you? Where are you not being basic? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you doing something that you like? Maybe when your kids are in school, that's when you should express your individuality. And even if you're at the different stage in life where you're retired and you've been doing the same thing for years, find something different. Maybe something somebody wouldn't be doing naturally at your age, like skydiving. Think about it. But I know, as I spoke, there were things that came to your mind that you could identify right away in changes of how you can be not basic. So heck, go out. Buy a teal color car. I mean, that's not basic, is it? So until next week, my friends, thank you for listening to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy and go out and explore all those wide open spaces that you have to fill. There's so much more that you can fill with inside yourselves that can make your life more meaningful, more beautiful, more productive, or just add something Onto if you already have a great life, something new. And if you're struggling, new positive things always lift your spirits. So remember to tell yourself, why be basic? Be unique. Be individual. Don't follow the crowd. Be you. Be the real you. Be true to yourself. Remember, you can find me at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. And again, thank you for listening to this podcast. And until next week, my friends, ciao.